You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in to Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And today is Monday, August the 10th, and... It might be the last day that we really get to discuss uh, a preview of the upcoming season. So, <laughs> who knows what is actually going to happen, but good gracious, what a wild weekend we have had. Lots to discuss. First things first, if you are new to the show, jump on in. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms are over there. If you are watching the show live, you can watch on Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. Any of those, you can jump in the chat. Down there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen is a chat box. Any one of those platforms will populate right there, so it doesn't matter what platform you're on. You can be a part of the conversation right there, no matter what. So if you want to help drive the show, drive the narrative, if you want to comment on some of the stuff that we are discussing, you are more than welcome to. If you missed the live show, you can always get the podcast, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Go and check it out. Make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Make sure you are subscribed and that you leave a nice five-star review. We would definitely appreciate that. If you like the show, share it out. Tell your friends about it, etc. Chris, I am fired up. And I know that you are not on the same level that I am. But, man, going through Saturday and going through Sunday and, and then today, I am incredibly disappointed and pissed off, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, tell me, tell me how you were feeling today after all the mess from the last three days. I mean, just I'm upset. I'm bummed out. I'm annoyed. But it's not, you know, and maybe maybe you're on a different level than me. It sounds like you're about the same. I don't know. Okay, we're. I don't think we're that far different here, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I'm, I, look. I'm a, I'm a guy who gets angry about things, but I'm I'm not angry about this. I'm just I'm just disappointed. Well, we have said on our show multiple times uh, the reason for the college football season to be played is not about money; it is about the kids that are in the programs. I mean, we're talking yeah. about thirteen thousand. I mean, literally, what, which which was the one kid that was like, you know, I want to play. I got nothing. There's nothing for me at home. Oh, there was uh, uh, what's his name, Lingard. 
the uh, yeah. running back from Florida. I mean, there's a ton of them. Yeah, Kylan Hill talked the, about the, it. And, and, and I mean, I'm telling you, that, that hit a chord with me because I used to go. I was a part of a group of people that would go and pick a bunch of kids up from a high school and take them to a church on Wednesdays because the coaches that we had built a relationship with had taught us they don't have food at home. And so we would feed them and let them, you know, do Wednesday night church at the church and drive them home. And on more than one occasion, when we would drive them home, they didn't have power. Yeah. And there was times when the church went and paid their power bill. And I remember pulling up one day and the lights were on and I watched this little girl, one of the football players, sisters who came with them just start crying and saying the lights are on the light. I got no idea how long the damn lights have been off. Okay. And it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal to people that, that have power all the time. Yeah. I mean, you I, and I, I are know, sitting here. I, I like, know what these people go through and it really bothers me that I, I feel like it's once again, everything in our lives are politicized. Yes. You must love one and hate the other. And I hate that. I just despise that. You can never criticize your own side ever at all. If you do, you are excommunicated from that side, shot in the head, left for dead. We don't want anything to do with you. I, I just can't. It, it really upsets me. I'm more upset and disappointed than I am anything else because I, I know a lot of those kids, they're not going back to middle-class life with air conditioning and, and, and you know. And where they can and, socially and, and, distance, where, they can, where they're fed yeah. regularly. Where, and it's, we're, we're not trying to, uh, what, what's the proper term here? We're not making it, uh, radicalizing it, I guess, would be the, the term. The Brown Yeti jumps in, Yeti 304 jumps in, both of them, what's up? Um, yeah, so we're, we're not trying to uh, sensationalize this. Like, these no. are legitimate concerns. This is what we've been preaching the whole time. The kids are safer on camp. Let's before we do that. Let's go ahead and dive into uh, the weekend and and what happened to kind of get us to this point. Uh, let me write down my my time here so we can actually do a little a little social media ing. But uh, but yeah. So so the weekend goes on and and part of our biggest problem with this is that sports are happening. Like we had a great weekend of baseball, of golf, of basketball, of. And all of these different things that are going on right now. UFC had a big fight on Saturday night. You had the PGA Championship. You got a kid that, that just got his PGA card, what, like 14 months ago? Colin Morikawa that, that wins the PGA Championship? I mean, that's a massive deal. That was a great television show. Like, it was great to see. The NBA bubble drama has been fantastic. Luca had a triple-double the other day. Like, these are all things that are going on. You know, and I understand that it's a little bit different with, with those two sports, but you see baseball. Baseball had an outbreak or a couple of outbreaks, and they are continuing to press on. They are figuring out a way to do this. So then with this college football timeline, you've got last Monday, August the 3rd, Indiana offensive lineman Brady Feeney's mom shares out this thing. Michael Fritz jumps in on Twitch, said, what's up? Everybody else can jump in if you would like to. But Brady Feeney's mom, he is a, a freshman offensive lineman, that's coming into Indiana to play football, right? His mom shares out that he caught COVID and that he is having heart issues now, right? Like, that's a, that's an issue. And nobody really said anything about it. But it started to pick up some speed. It kind of went viral. And from there, on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, 7.30 a.m. Central, UConn canceled their season. Now, 
we'll get into why that makes sense and all that here momentarily. But aside from that, then you have the Big Ten that announces their schedule. And they are starting on September the 3rd, which is the first thing that didn't make a whole lot of sense because, damn, uh, the SEC had already announced that they're playing September 26th. The Pac-12 announced they're playing September 26th. What are we doing with starting on September the 3rd? Now, we talked about it being a good idea for flexibility purposes. Like, you go ahead and get started, and then you can work it back. But either way, along with that, you've also got the NCAA, just a few hours later, announcing that schools cannot have players sign waivers. Now, we have discussed the pros and cons of this, but I have to wonder whether or not that has something to do with what is going on now. So, that was on Wednesday. Now, Friday, August 7th, the SEC announces two new opponents. Saturday, we get to the Big Ten announcing that they are postponing their next phase of practice, which is two padded practices. And then the MAC comes out and announces that they are canceling their football season. Now, the reason that this is a big deal, Sean Frazier, Northern Illinois Athletic Director, he has been shouting from the, from the high heavens, or to the high heavens, for months and months at this point that... He did not believe that we needed to have a football season, et cetera. But that made sense from his perspective because they are in financial straits at Northern Illinois. They have a major financial problem there. Now, a lot of Mac schools have the same issue. We talked about this on the show last week and the week before, et cetera, et cetera. The Mac lost over $25 million in buy games from the Big Ten alone. That doesn't include SEC. That doesn't include anybody else out of conference that they had games with. So all of those universities don't have the money to be able to test regularly. They don't have the, the wherewithal, not the wherewithal, they don't have the capability to actually test and keep these kids safe on the field. Again, we will talk about what makes sense and what doesn't here momentarily. But all of that goes down. And then on Sunday, the Big Ten presidents have a, a quick meeting, a, a secret vote, if you will, and it has been reported that 12 of the 14 school presidents came out and voted that they do not want to have a college football season this year, or, or at least not in the fall. And there's talk about possibly moving it to the spring, which is not going to happen. For anybody that wants to hold out hope, fine. But it doesn't make any sense to think that we're going to have one in the spring. So all of this is going on on Sunday, but they don't want to make an announcement, right? They don't want to make an announcement because they want, all of a sudden, for all of the Power Five to be unified. Well, the MAC went ahead and did this, and now the Big Ten has done this, and we don't want to be the first ones to come out and do it, the first Power Five. So we want everybody to do it together, right? Well, where was that reasoning and where was that thinking back in July when they said, that we're going conference only without talking to a single other damn Power 5 conference. Do you remember how irritated all of the other Power 5s were when they went conference only and didn't even discuss it? Because they had been having these meetings. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world to see that they want to go, okay, well now let's present a unified front. But before, they didn't give a damn about that. So, all of that goes on on Sunday. And then, aside from that... Now we're hearing that the Pac-12 is probably going to follow suit with the Big Ten. And then on Sunday night, you have the hashtag, we want to play movement, right? On, on Twitter, on Instagram, etc., all of these places. This was wonderful to see. 
But for people to politicize it, and all of these media heads that jump in and immediately want to jump on the people that are now supporting what the players are saying, like, yes, it totally makes sense. You should support the players no matter what they're saying. And Chris and I do all the time. But for the love of God, for everybody to be politicizing the sport of college football from every different freaking angle is driving me nuts. And, and we'll get into the media and all that here in a minute. And Chris, I apologize for taking over the show here. But You're fine. Tell me, tell me what you think about um, the We Want to Play movement and, and all of that. Because I, I thought it was great to actually see some of these college football standouts, and even the ones that aren't standouts, actually have a voice and come out and use it. Like, they, right. they have had a voice. And now they're actually getting a chance to use it. Go ahead. So, <clears throat> I agree with them. I appreciate them doing this. I support them in this. I would like to go on record as saying I don't support everything that they ever say. Because Agreed. they're at some point in time, they're 18 and 19 year olds. They're going to ask for stupid shit at some point. Yes. In time. They're going to say something dumb, and I'm going to say, hey, you need to stop that. However, but, we do support their right to say it. Like, we can disagree well, on what they're saying. At some point in time, they're going to say something dumb, and I'm going to say, you don't need to say that shit. It's, it's, it's bad. <laughs> Wrong. Valid, valid. I'll say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. But anyway, <laughs> but this is not one of them, and I'm okay with it. I, yeah, if they want to play, let them play. I, find a way to make this thing work. At some point in time, this is what bothers me. Our country is really bad at this. So many people who make decisions have never ran a business, okay? I, I've been in management for a very long time, very young, got a very, very young management job that I did not have requirements for, and I lucked into, and, and I just had to figure it out, okay? But I figured it out, and I was pretty damn good at it. And then I transitioned that into just owning my own business and making decisions. This is not a me thing. Very large group of the people that I work with that either own their own business or manage other people. They manage businesses. They understand problem solving. Okay. You have to troubleshoot and you have to problem solve. And when you get a solution, you start poking holes in it yourself to figure out how can you mitigate the damage. None of these people, who, the people who run our country, the people who run our schools, the people who run anything that is a government program have none of that in them whatsoever. They want to pump money into it. And if money can't fix it, well, fuck it. I don't know what we can do. We're, we're, we're just useless here. It's just give me an ATM card and, and I can fix any problem. And that's bullshit. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. The presidents, the coaches, the, the nobody is trying to problem solve this. Nobody is actually – the reason I think the Big Ten – I commended the Big Ten on getting off those group calls and making their own damn decision earlier because, you know what, I've been on group calls like that. I guarantee you it was a bunch of just morons circling the argument saying the same shit every day that they have the group call three times a day. Yeah, I'm getting off that and I'm doing my own thing because you guys are idiots. Yeah. All right? And now we're proving that they are idiots because nobody had a contingency plan. Nobody saw bigger than six inches in front of their face. Everybody was planning for next week and the week after that and the week after that. And nobody saw now to December. How do we get there? What do we do? All right, now what happens if this goes bad? Okay, we got to have a plan for that. That's locking yourself in a room and troubleshooting a problem until you have a solution that you all can agree with. And on the That's other it. side of this, to, to go along with that, all of this talk about moving it to the spring, it's not going to happen. They don't no, have that's a not a clue. solution. 
Like that's not know, a solution. I don't know who said that. Somebody a long time ago said, "Why don't we just play spring football?" And then everybody was like, "Oh, well, that's worst case scenario." And so, therefore, that's the default only other option. There's never just two options to any problems. Yeah. All right. There's there's 27 ways to solve every problem you have. Some of them are really bad. Some of them are okay. Some of them might be pretty good. There might only be one or two good options out of the 35 options that you come up with. But you, you got to work them out. And you need a group of people that are working together to do this. We don't have that. These school presidents don't know dick about any of this stuff, okay? I assure you, they are highly academic people. And they're really good. They're probably really smart. They're probably really good at school. And they're probably really good at fundraising. And, Other and, than and that, at they're risk. useless shits, yeah, okay? They're, at- they're worthless to society outside of brains and hand me an ATM card. They are. They don't they're do good anything at, with their brains. They don't fix anything. They don't make anything. They're good at minimalizing risk, and that is what a lot of this is, right? No, attorneys do that. The presidents aren't even doing that. Agree. The presidents just own the phone with their attorney, and that guy gives them the answer. Yeah, let me. The president's not minimizing risk. They don't know how to assess risk. They've never taken a risk in their life. That's why they're a president. Yeah. Of a school. Yeah. They've, you're right. they've done nothing but go to school, go to school, go to school, teach school, teach school, teach school. Okay, now they've lived off the government their entire life. They're taking a, a government paycheck their entire life. And then they get into a job where now their job is not just to take from the government, but also to take from donors. So yeah. they just know how to ask for money. And they're really good at like book learning and probably teaching. And those are fine qualities. But at some point in time, you have to apply some things that you've learned. They have no applicable knowledge whatsoever. They have not. Listen, that's fantastic that you can teach me things about Plato and aristocracies that I have no clue about. And I would like to learn it. I think it's interesting, but that doesn't help us here. Not at all. And and by the way, we're going to dive back into the presidents here momentarily. Um, Let's continue. uh, Well, here first, let me jump in the chat here. Brown Yeti said, UConn would have the same number of wins, whether they play or not. Probably true, other than the fact Anybody that... Anybody who thinks that all have, of this happened in the Power Five because of Old Dominion, UConn, and the MAC, get the hell out. Yeah, that has nothing to do Those with Those guys this. don't exist in football right now. They quit. They don't want to play. That's fine. Get out. They're out of the conversation. The Power Five is not making any decisions because of what the MAC did. Michael Fritz jumps in. He said, I'm so sick of hearing about player safety. I would almost guarantee canceling the season will do more harm to kids than COVID ever will or would have. And we'll, we'll jump into that, Michael. Uh, he said, somehow, if you support having a college football season, you're against the safety of kids. It's ridiculous. Uh, the Brown Yeti said, preach, Chris. And Michael said, Chris, I agree. People in management have either never done the job or did it and forgot where they came from because they are, quote, management now. Brown Yeti said, there's a lot of ways this is going to get. Most of them are in a gray area. Nothing is black and white. And Michael said, uh, the school presidents are just like career politicians. And we will, we will get to that momentarily. Um, so back to this timeline, right? So all of that goes on this weekend. This morning... Old Dominion comes out and cancels their season. Then the Pac-12 and the Big 12 presidents are supposed to be meeting today. Report is out that the Big 10 presidents are meeting for a final vote at 6 p.m. this evening. Now, we'll see exactly what goes on with that because all of these reports that came out about the Big 10 actually having meetings and whatnot and that it was a 12-2 vote, all of that seemed a little strange, right? It was Dan Patrick that reported it. He doesn't do a lot of reporting anyway. How did he get the information and none of these other actual reporters that have been on it's irrelevant. The reporting's yeah. accurate. And so, and, and yeah, so it, it turns so out it, it, is it doesn't matter how he got it or who reported it. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, either way, it was strange to me this morning. It's not so strange. Now, uh, the ACC has a meeting scheduled for Wednesday. They are not 
changing anything according to their schedule right now, and that the SEC has called an unscheduled meeting for today. Now, they are not going to have a vote or anything like that, but they are going to get together, the presidents are, and, and have a discussion about exactly what is going on here. So, we move from that, from, from the timeline, over to why it makes sense for these smaller schools to actually not play this season, right? So, Old Dominion, UConn, the MAC, etc. All of that makes perfect sense because they do not have the funds available to do the testing needed, not just testing, but to care for the students if they end up sick or if something happens, right? This is very basic understanding, right? If you don't have the money to do something, then you cannot provide it. Like, I, I want to address the small schools real quick, and then I'll let you, I'll just jump right back in. Oh, you're, you're good. Go ahead. The, the only difference, so people would, the argument that I've, I've had this conversation with people, and they're like, well, if, if it, you know, there's nothing for me there for the Florida kid and for the LSU kid and for the Bama kids. What do you think these kids from small schools are going back home to? Listen, I can't fix everybody. They don't have the money to play and to play safely, to have any health benefits whatsoever. And, 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 and so that is a different situation. All right. I can't help them, but because I can't help everybody, doesn't mean we shouldn't help the ones we can. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So these people have the money to play. They have the facilities to play. They have the, the, the equipment and the training staff to do it and to do it right. So that, that argument has to be squashed. Just yes. because you can't help everybody doesn't mean you shouldn't help some people. Yes. Uh, let's see. Brown Yeti said, Chris is fired up today. Uh, Michael said, Yeti, I think everyone is. This is BS. Yeah, agreed. Um, so it, it also goes to point out exactly the difference between the haves and the have-nots. And for the NCAA to keep these schools in Division One, and acting like they all have the same opportunity, the same chance that the big, t- like the Big Ten, Power Five, whatever has, is completely ludicrous. And this goes on to show the cracks in that foundation. These two entities should be separated. Like this is a Division One, Division Two kind of thing. So FCS and FBS are two different things. But if you look at the divide between the ones that are actually in FBS, between the MAC, Conference USA, the Sun Belt, Mountain West, and the AAC, the difference between what they can provide to their student-athletes and what the Power Five can provide to their student-athletes, there is a colossal chasm. If you have ever seen the Grand Canyon, it is significantly larger than that. It is just bigger. So if the group of five schools cannot do this correctly, they cannot provide the correct safety measurements for or safety measures for their student-athletes, then no, they should not be playing. This should not just be Old Dominion and UConn and the MAC that have come out right now and done this. This should have been everybody. So, and If the Sun Belt can't protect their players, then they don't need to play. At, any, at the end of the day, you have to be able to test and you have to be able to clean these facilities over and over and over again. Yes. Bottom line. like They don't make enough from television contracts. And when something like this happens, where all of these Power Five conferences decide to go power or uh, uh, conference only, when that happens, yep. then you don't have the fundage. You don't have the buy games that provide you half of your athletic department budget. It just doesn't work, especially after March Madness got canceled. Like, that's a lot of money that comes into some of these schools as well. So when you are already losing funds from that side of it, and then you lose your buy games, you lose a massive chunk of your athletic department fundage. 
you are in trouble and you cannot provide the adequate care for these student athletes. So that is why it makes sense for these smaller schools to not be able to play this season. Now, on the other side of this, that does not mean that the bigger schools should not be playing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This whole thing with presidents getting involved and whatnot, like the ADs and the uh, conference commissioners, et cetera, had already been working through plans. They'd already been going through all of this. And these presidents, now, Chris, you went on a, a rant a little bit about them earlier, but they do not understand sports. They do not understand why it is so important for uh, college sports to happen, right? It is not just about money because a lot of these, the endowments at these schools are massive. We're talking billions upon billions of dollars, and the athletic budget is just a pinprick. However, it brings in so much more money, football does, as opposed to how much it actually spends out. It, I get it. They don't really look at it as anything that's that important, especially at some of these bigger campuses, right? Michigan, Ohio State, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, Ohio State is, what, like $7 billion for their academic endowment? I mean, it's absurd. Yes. And their athletic department budget is $200 million? Somewhere around, I mean, it's just whatever. So it doesn't really matter to the president whether or not it happens. But it is a massive deal to those that are actually on campus. What They're not doing what is actually best for the student-athletes. They're doing what is best for them. And that is where, when you sum up all of this stuff, I heard Joel Klatt talk about it on Dan Patrick earlier today. I've heard other people talk about it as well. Liability. It is all about liability. So I don't think it is a coincidence that the Big Ten put out their schedule on Wednesday, and then after that, the NCAA announced that they couldn't do waivers, and now all of a sudden we're having this conversation about the idea of there not being a season. It's not like something happened with the virus over the weekend that made everybody change their plans. Nothing happened. The numbers actually went down. So nothing happened there. This is from uh, Ross Dellinger. Earlier today, about an hour ago, he tweeted, liability is such a big thing with CEOs. An administrator today told him, okay, we're going to play while other conferences back out. If a child dies on that field or gets seriously sick, it's all over. Your career is over. So Najee Harris, Alabama running back, told ESPN today that he would sign a waiver to not sue if he got COVID-19. And it, the whole idea is if there's actually momentum around the We Want to Play group to sign waivers, it could lessen the liability risk in the eyes of college presidents. But here's the thing. Like, if it's, a, if it's a deal where you just don't sue, that's a different kind of liability thing as opposed to a liability waiver of we're not going to cover your care. Like, that's a whole different deal. Yep. So if they change up the waivers, I have no problem with the waivers. 
Yeah. We didn't like the way it was worded the first time, and that's why it became an issue. Uh, Chris, what what are your thoughts here? No, I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have any other thoughts. It's just it. It's not about safety. It's about liability. It's about covering your ass, and that's all they're trying to do. And that's what's so funny about this. And I swear to God, there are thirteen out of fourteen Big Ten schools that are actually going to have kids on campus. And for everybody that wants to tell me, well, they can socially distance and they can wear masks and they can da 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 da. You're doing the same shit in the football department as you are anywhere else. Only in the football department, there's less people. You can keep the, the student-athletes away from the rest of the general population on campus. Like, that is, it's just You ever been ridiculous. to a cafeteria area at lunchtime on a college campus? Oh, my God, it's absurd. I, hell, I work on one. <laughs> I, I, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you understand that, yes, okay, so, so let's say we're only going to have – 27 kids in a class instead of 55. And so everybody is two desks apart and all this. That's, that's all great. At some point in time, everybody's going to go to lunch though, right? Well, not, not just lunch. Hey, for, forget the lunch thing. Say they, say they shut down the student union. That's one thing. When you're walking in the halls to class, yeah. uh, how, how it, you've got one door to get into some of these classrooms. Even right. if you're these doing are, hybrid. old buildings, and they're just, not, they're just not made like that. They're no, just, it makes no sense. I mean, it, yeah. along with that side of it, um, sports are back everywhere, and that's not just pro sports. We're not just looking at that. Youth sports are everywhere. In Indianapolis this past weekend, when I went a few weekends ago, there was an AAU tournament. There was another one this week. There's no testing. It's kids freaking everywhere. And yet they all understand the risks, and they go and do it anyway. Like, it's absolutely absurd. Um, the, the argument here, Nick Saban came out today, and they you know did a report on ESPN and da-da-da-da-da. And his point was, the real conversation should be whether or not we should be having school, not whether or not we should be having football. Like, why in the world did football become the argument? And I think I agree with him here. Like, there is well, they no- don't want to cancel school because they got all them tuition dollars. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and, and if you live on campus and you have a meal plan, uh, and we're going to shut down the student unit, we're not giving you that money back. Yeah. I mean, it's we're just not give, We're not giving you that damn money back. Uh, Michael State's not giving back the season ticket holder money. Yeah, which is absolutely absurd. Those fans, no, have, they're not giving a nickel. They These have schools been through giving you a penny back. Penn State has has had their fans the balls, have put up with so the balls much stuff. On those people, man. Woo! Yeah. Oh, it's hey. I, I'll go ahead and tell you this. Uh, I've got family members that are Alabama season ticket holders. If they tried that crap, I, I was told this weekend that they would never get another dime. From them the bo- and the a ton balls of other that you have to have to tell your fans because I know the school is going through hard times. What do you think regular people are going through? Yes, season ticket though they're not cheap. You want to just keep a couple thousand dollars of mine? I just, mean- <laughs> just now it's just a donation. Hang on, does it go to next year's season tickets? All right, I'm good with that. You yeah. can hold the money basically as a loan, you know, interest free, and I'll get next year's tickets. That's fine. Oh, no, it, you're just keeping it, and I got to repay everything again next year? That's a couple thousand dollars when everybody is tightening the belt right now. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. You're insane. The nuts on somebody to have to send out that letter. Oh, it's just oh, absolutely God. absurd. Um, so along with this, Michael jumps in on Twitch. He said, that's exactly right. If you can't afford it, uh, then I understand no football, but these Power 5 teams don't have the excuse. He said, there's liability every time these kids take the field. Give me a break. This is about the negative media and cancel culture calling for someone's job. I'm, I'm going to get there, I promise. Uh, Darren McArdle said, is, uh, is the Mac going to be a starter to cancellation, or are, they, or are they a loner? Well, right now, we don't know. Um, I, I would believe that they would be a loner. It might be a starter for the group of five schools, 
but it looks like it's a starter for the the Big Ten. So, I mean, who knows? Damian Estrada jumps in. I think it's a smart thing the college is canceling the season because I don't think these student-athletes should play during a pandemic if only the other sports leagues were smart. Okay. Uh, Michael said, we got a refund from the Broncos today. It was bittersweet. Um, and then Brad's crazy life jumps in. He said, I'm sorry the college teams are losing billions this year. Uh, Damien said, by the way, I don't think any of these sports leagues will last with or without a bubble. Soon that bubble will pop. Well, it so far hadn't in the NBA. And it hadn't I'm going to tell you this. The bubble seems to be the way to go, by Yeah, the it way. really does. Not just the NBA. The NBA NHL. and the NHL, you're Ooh. talking goose egg on positive testing. For, for like a couple of weeks now, we're going into a month. And nobody, but it's because this disease is not magic. It can't float through walls, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it can't get know. there. It cannot get there. So, the other side of this, uh, with the presidents getting involved, with the reason why it does not make sense, um, college, one, spring football ain't happening. Like uh, we, we talked, we kind of hit on this a little idea. bit earlier. But some moron let, came up with that. Let's go ahead and, and dive in here and, and say, um, <laughs> Brad's crazy life said, "Could we do Atlanta and Indiana as hub cities? Uh, we, we're not doing a bubble for college football. <laughs> I, I wish. Mean, listen, we can figure I wish. this thing out. It ain't that damn hard. I, hey, I wish, but I don't think they can. I don't think they can technically do that. Um, but either way, I think they could do that for the NFL. But either way, um, with spring football, look, more than likely you would have to start practice in January, right? Because the semester ends in May. Like, there's." You get into summer school and whatnot, and then you've got the kids that are going to the NFL. You got all the all of these things don't work on your time schedule, so you got to get back to practice in January. Well, you're talking about trying to play football and trying to have camp and all that in the middle of flu season, right? And we're not going to have a vaccine ready in January. And if even if there is a vaccine, it's not going to be widely produced enough to where the college kids are going to be the ones to get it first. It's just not going to happen. My argument for the for moving it to the spring is the exact same as my argument for the SEC starting late. What's going to change? What what nothing. in the hell do you think is going to change between now and then? It, it, nothing. Like there's nothing that will change. I mean, it's just it's absurd. The the thought process behind. Okay. Well, let's do an eight-game schedule in the spring, and then we'll bring them all back over the summer for strength and conditioning. We'll just we'll forget about the spring football camps, and then we'll bring them back, and we'll have a full season in the fall. So, let's say that you play a bowl game, and you've got your twelve regular season games next fall, which we don't even know if there's going to be a vaccine for next fall. So, if they do decide to cancel college football this year, and we're not prepared for it again next year, are we going two years? without college football for some of these kids. And not to mention the fact that we have no idea about the eligibility stuff and whether or not they're going to be able to come back to school, whether or not the schools are even going to pay for the scholarships because Wisconsin told all their spring athletes, sorry, deuces, we ain't got the money to be able to pay for more scholarships, which is I bullshit. Just, I'm, but and I'm sick way. of that. You know you know how I feel about that. Uh, Listen, there was a day and a time where the railroad was trying to be built out in San Francisco. Okay, They were trying to build a railroad out west. All right? And – the way the railroad paid these people instead of giving them real money, they gave them fake money to stores that the railroad owned. And the government said, mm, you can't do that. That's bullshit. But we do that to college students all day long. Yeah. We say, well, as long as you shop at the company store, then we're going to count all this as your income. Okay. We're going to call this you getting paid. That's bullshit, man. You can't do that. Yeah. But no, everybody, right. and here's the thing, that's not just a, everyone I talk to seems to think that the scholarship 
is a, a form of payment. And it's cost, it doesn't cost the school money. I'm sure it has a cost fix to it, but it's not close to what that total is for tuition. And don't get me wrong. On, on this side, like, I, I am with Chris on that. I am also on the other side of, yes, I do believe the kids get a pretty good value for coming to play football for the school. Like, I do think nah, the name image likeness stuff, I, I think the name image likeness stuff, they absolutely should be getting paid. And we'll figure all that other stuff value, out later. Right. But either way, um, so the other side of this, if you decide to not have college football this fall, if, if all of the P5s decide this, this is going to be a massive issue for your income going forward. And the reason I say that is because they're going to put NFL on Saturdays. They're, and you think that they're going to want to go back to doing college football, which draws about a third of the number of, of the NFL games? If, if that? I mean, you're not going to be able to set it up. The NFL is going to get these days and figure out, oh, wait a minute. We can have even higher ratings. We can have a bigger national reach. And we don't really care what college does. I mean, they came out well, they and They already talk, make it clear they don't care what college does. But they, they do at least forfeit the Saturdays to <laughs> college football. They've always given them Saturday. Correct. If they stop giving them Saturday, what does that mean for the yeah, crowd? Yeah, because these billionaires who own the NFL are also losing money because as our economy goes down, rising tide floats all boats. Well, lowing tide loads all boats. You, you think the big rich cats want to stop being rich? No. Nope. They're going to make chance. up that money. Not a chance. That's uh, one thing that that NFL thing is something I have not heard anybody else talk about. But once the NFL decides to start doing Saturdays, like they do it once the uh, college football season is over. As soon as the season's over with, they jump into Saturdays. They damn sure do. And because they know the value of that money. And it is a massive amount of viewership. It it helps out. No, and there's if you a don't think ESPN or any of these other networks wouldn't take your school contract and punt it down the road <laughs> to get one NFL game, you're crazy. And you're the, just crazy. ESPN pays over a billion dollars a year for one game a week. That's it. One game a week, and it's the last pick game. Everybody else gets to draw, and they get one playoff game, not one playoff game a weekend. And they have to simulcast it on game ABC. a wild card weekend, and it is the worst playoff game there. Yes. Uh, jumping back into the chat, Michael said, nothing's going to change enough from uh, from not till then. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> he's trying to say oh, nothing's well, going to change between now and the spring. He's yeah. agreeing with us. Uh, and then he said, oh, we'll have more data, too. Uh, Matt Miller said Nebraska is finally going to come home to their rightful place in the Big 12. Also, uh, who says a vaccine works? What That's the thing. We don't know yet. Uh, he said this is also probably going to cause the super conference that people have always talked about. Brad's crazy life said SEC needs to break away from the NCAA, get Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, and let's get a season going. That's entirely, entirely possible. Now, before we dive onto— Can I be the president of that conference? Oh, that'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? I'd really like that job, and I'll do it for like a fraction of what y'all are paying these other blowhards. It it really wouldn't be that and hard I'll to actually do. go to work. And when we have a pandemic, I'll actually start problem solving. Don't you know that it's got to be? Uh, it, we always talk about Mark Emmert and the NCAA and whatnot, but God. in a situation like this, he is really less than useless. Like, oh, yeah. he he gets paid millions of dollars a year, and when it comes to something along these lines, he was asked today about it. And he said, well, really, it's up to each institution as to whether or not, not they want to play. It's not my responsibility. Like, what is not your damn responsibility? responsibility? You know what? If I catch a college kid sleeping on a coach's couch, I am all over that shit, though. I promise you that. 
It's unbelievable. Just, Let me catch it. Just unbelievable. I'm not even talking about a nice couch in one of the head coaches. I'm talking about a couch on a shitty apartment in the middle of one of these campuses for a coach that makes like 50 grand a year. For those that don't know, we're talking about Ole Miss here and what happened with them three years ago. Um, so let's let's dive into this part of it. I want to talk about the media members for a minute. And if they think that they had nothing to do with this, they have absolutely lost their minds. And shame on every one of them that decided to only share out all of the negative news. If you think for a second that sharing nothing but positive cases here and Oh, everything I'm hearing says there's no way we can have a season. And da, da, da. that's not the only thing that you heard. You reported the thing that could get clicks. And by doing that, you helped sway the momentum in the opposite direction. And now a lot of you bastards are out there saying things like, well, I told you so. I told you back in March that if we didn't, if the country they didn't decide be, to do they this. They all want to be, we live in a world where everybody uh, wants to be right. Nobody wants to do the right thing. They just want to be right. They yeah, want to win. That's what drives me insane. And for some of these asshats, and I won't even name names because you know exactly who they are, but a lot of them I used to respect a whole lot. But if you only share negative sentiments through social media for months and months and months, what did you think was going to happen? I mean, it is just absurd because your opinion can help sway these people. It's not like school presidents don't read the stuff that's going out there. The problem is, Gary, you can shame them. They don't care because they believe they're right. And, and, and that's when the somebody believe this is the one thing that I know for certain is I don't know shit about shit. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm never certain of anything, but these people believe they're certain. They believe they cannot be wrong in this instance. And they believe they're saving lives. So you can call them any name in the book you want. You can shame them all you'd like. It, they wear that as a badge of honor because they believe they're doing the Lord's work in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but that in lies the problem that we have is everybody immediately thinks their opinion is lock step and barrel. Right. And it's just not, there's nuance to every, there's not just nuance to the China problem. Okay. Little shot at Kerr, but there's nuance <laughs> to every problem. Yes. That's what makes it a problem. If there wasn't nuance, then it wouldn't be a problem. It'd be something that we'd solve in six minutes. If Jim in the corner can figure it out, then then we then we, it's not a problem. Yes, agreed, agreed. Uh, let me jump in the chat here. Uh, Darren McCardle jumped in with a, a super chat on YouTube. He said, "How do they bubble the NCAA and the NFL?" Well, the NFL would be relatively easy you just kind of do it the same way that the nba did only you have to have some place that would have enough fields to be able to handle all of the tv games right so you need to have probably eight fields in a certain spot and then you have to have enough hotel rooms and whatnot i can fix the i can fix the nfl thing now they just all got to be okay with not staying in five-star hotels right now they take their ass to tunica right now there are six thousand empty six thousand empty hotel rooms in tunica now they like pushing two and a half stars, but there are 6,000 empty hotel rooms in Tunica. There are eight college or Juco fields. This is not high school fields. And I'll tell you this, we got a couple of high school fields coming down the Olive Branch that are college level quality. But if you just wanted college and Juco, you got at least eight to 10 within an hour's drive of there. Everybody hop on chartered buses and they go to and from where they need to go. You got access to plenty of practice facilities, they got nothing but fields out there. Pay them, pay them farmers one year to plow those jokers up, plant some grass. We're all good to go. 
bam. Now that's, I fixed it. That's with fixed that's with Mississippi. Now you don't get to go to te- you don't get to be in Orlando. All right, you're not staying in some five star super deluxe resort in Disney World. All right, it's Tunica, but you can hang out with your boy. We go there plenty of places to go fishing, plenty of places to go golfing. It will shut down yeah. the golf course for you. Come on, man. Uh, along with that, I the, think there. I the more realistic, it, Roger. I the, fixed it. The more realistic problem, or not problem, the more realistic solution for a bubble for the NFL would probably be Dallas, um, because there's a ton more hotels in a in a better spot that's you know more up to what the NFL is talking about. But I'm better than Tunica. <laughs> anyway, you get my Shame. point. Hey, you got the AT and T Stadium. You. you got you got all the practice fields for the Cowboys. You got all the different uh, fields for colleges and whatnot that are around that region. I mean, you got 15 stadiums just right there like within it. 45 minutes. Either way, I'm just tossing it out there. But there's a ton my of different ways better. that you could bubble uh, Don't the NFL. To Gary. Bubbling the NCAA is not possible. It it can't happen. You can't do it. I mean, there's no way to possibly because there's way way too many teams. Even if you just did the Power Five, there's just too many damn teams. It's not but possible. Hang on, man. Well, we need to just reclassify what a bubble is. If all of these football players and all of these training facility guys and everybody bubbled themselves, and we have the facilities for them to do that, we have football only dorms. Like we've got facilities. They can do it on their own campuses. And so every campus becomes its own individual bubble. And then you're going to take private jet and private bus to and from place. How is that not the same thing? The concept is the exact same. The bus drivers and the and the jet pilots have to all be within the quarantine as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be okay the refs, with that. They get to go stay on one of these campuses, and once once everybody's clean and everybody's quarantined and everybody's done, you don't leave the campus. There you go, problem solved. So that's 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 the bubble solution. Uh, would mainly be for each campus or each school to quarantine themselves. Each school would have to bubble themselves. Yep, and it's it's all whether or not they can do that with well, they college can, football players. They just don't want to. Well. It, the whole thing is, I guess, optics, and we don't care about optics, but a lot of these school presidents do. Um, Anybody who's arguing optics has ran out of good arguments. Yeah, agree. Which just looks bad. So, wait a minute. It's a great solution, but it looks bad? It just looks, well, otherwise, it just looks why, bad? Why wouldn't they do it right now? I mean, it. right? I mean, it, we get the point. Well, I, think, yeah. I think part I of the problem why. is I don't have an answer. Because they're idiots, Gary. These <laughs> people, a, these people the are about. not invested in problem solving. It takes too much brain matter for them to think about all of the troubles that they would run into with that. And then, okay, so now we have to fix this. And now we have to fix that. Okay, so we have to get food in. We have to food, food out. Who's bringing the food? How do we make sure the food's safe? Okay, like you have to actually troubleshoot all of this stuff. And nobody wants to do that because that's work. These Power that's Five schools these people, have... These people don't get paid to work. These, these Power Five schools have 80 different assistant ADs on the campuses that are supposed to be working. And Listen, we can't come up with any kind of... Those guys are all bag men. Other than that, they're less than useless. Damian Estrada jumps in. He said, uh, question, if college football... Uh, excuse me, college football cancels the season, what would that mean for the Heisman and the NFL draft? Uh, it would change nothing. Well, the nothing. Heisman don't mean nothing. Yeah, the Heisman would not happen. The NFL draft, however, would continue on as if nothing actually changed. Damn I mean, straight. Yeah. The NFL Sell, stops oh, for nobody. Bill Belichick would be selling every draft pick he has. Yeah. Because he's going to say, I don't trust kids that don't play football. I'll take my chances with other guys. Yep. Uh, Michael Fritz said, Power 5 teams should have an opt-in or out and start a season. That may be where a bubble could work. Uh, and then Michael said, the media members 100% cause and drive this. Matt Miller said, it's funny that not paying the athletes isn't what is going to get the NCAA acts. It's probably going to be a pandemic that they didn't come up with a plan. 
Um, Matt Miller said, also, screw Pat 40, Pete the Hamill, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Michael said, the combination of these idiots in the media and presidents with no spines equals no college football. And then Brad's crazy life said, just bubble the SEC, add four teams in Atlanta, and let's play. Damien said, I don't see why it's very important to have sports and entertainment to distract us from what's happening around us when we need a change in the world for the future. Um, and Damien said, for a better future. And then Matt Miller said, how come Joe Schmo can go to economics without a test inside when football players who get tested every day can play a game outside? Uh, and then Matt Miller said, Damien Estrada, uh, go read some statistics. And then Michael, of course, jumps in. Damien, you obviously don't care about the mental health of people. That's the other side of this, right? The mental health. It, we talk constantly about the need for these send, athletes we talked about this to have structure. Sending these guys home is not going to be good for them. And even if you don't send them home, they are still more safe inside of, of their little football bubble, which all of them technically have for the most part. But if you just send them back into the general campus population and they've got no incentive, I mean, if there's no season, there's no reason for them not to go to parties. There's no reason yep. for them not to no. go do all this stuff. They I'm can end up you, getting them sick. This is not and then be they're not being people. tested. Like, it's and, yeah. so frustrating. So frustrating. It's, it's not going to end well for these guys. No, it's it's really not. It's really not. All right, let's uh, let's move to the last topic of the day, and and that is, so now what? Uh, Harbaugh and Ryan Day came out today with statements, basically against what their presidents voted on, and that to me was incredibly telling. Uh, they they were both in support of playing, and the presidents, according to the the report that we got, both the presidents at Ohio State and Michigan came out and said, no, we don't think we should play. The only two that voted yes to playing were Iowa and Nebraska. Like, that is not what you would have thought initially. But that's what I would have thought. So, Scott Frost came out and said, uh, Nebraska and their administration are ready to play with or without the Big Ten. So, there was a lot of movement today. If we don't play, what are the chances that Nebraska claims a uh, Big Ten title? Uh, Pretty high, I would think. (laughs) We wanted to play. You didn't. You all forfeit. You all forfeit. We were undefeated in 2020. Uh, uh, Matt Miller said, every coach and player wants to play. I heard a report, though, that the presidents uh, never voted. So I heard that report as well, but I think basically it was an unofficial vote over the weekend. Defined voting. They all went around on a Zoom call and said, I don't think we should. I don't think we should. I don't think we should. I think we should. I think we should. I don't think we should. Yeah. And, And then we ended the call. That's a vote, man. We're not talking about like parliamentary procedures and nobody seconded it and everybody raised their yeah. hand and said I. It was it was an official or it's it, it was an unofficial vote, and that's where the support stood as of Sunday. Now tonight, six PM, they're supposed to be meeting and they're supposed to have an official vote. And I mean it's gonna take a lot to switch five of those guys over to make it any kind they're of a stalemate. Switching. And I don't think they switching. are. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna switch. But that's what I'm saying is You've got the coaches and the ADs and everything else that are coming out and saying, yo, we want to play. Like, we want to get this done. We think we can do this. And giving the reasons behind it. Trevor Lawrence has been more of a leader than any of these fools that have come out and said anything in the past three days. Trevor Lawrence was, and and don't get me wrong, I'm not a massive Trevor Lawrence fan, but I've got a hell of a lot more respect for him right now than I ever did before. I mean, he came out and basically took charge. He is like the president of this player movement, and it is insane. I mean, yes, we have talked forever about everybody listening to the players and them having a voice at the table. We brought this up weeks ago. Like, why in the world has nobody talked to them? 
about whether or not they want to play. Every player has the right to opt out. Every player has the right to opt out and keep their scholarship. Like, what in the world are we doing here? Like, well, it, and here's the thing about some of these football players, too. They have access to something most people don't. They're going to get a physical every year. They're going to get blood work done every year. And so if they have some underlying cause sitting around that's sitting dormant in their body that would cause this to be very dangerous, like some autoimmune disease or something of that nature, they know about it. Yep. They're going to find out, and then they're going to get information and be able to opt out and then protect themselves extra when they're going out. The general population of the world, they don't have that. Most people don't just randomly go get themselves physicals and blood work done all the time. These guys get it every year. They have to. Yeah. Um, one of the interesting things, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about the uh, the heart condition, the heart issue and whatnot from Brady Feeney, who is the offensive lineman from – uh, Indiana. Well, Alabama's director of sports science, who is Matt Ray, the kid from or the the coach that just came from Indiana, uh, he came out today and said, "Look, this is nothing new here. Like regarding the heart issues that COVID may cause, uh, he's his name's Doctor Matt Ray, and he's not an expert on COVID, but he does have experience discussing that hot topic um, that makes all these power brokers nervous, right? Because that's apparently what the big thing was over the weekend was." Oh, well, now there might be a a heart issue. The topic is myocarditis. It is an issue that affects the heart that can occur after a person contracts a virus, bacteria, parasite, or fungi. Uh, While most college administrators have reportedly reportedly been concerned with the issue, according to Dr. Ray, he says this issue is nothing new. One thing that really irritates me about COVID paranoia is the apparent thought that we know nothing about how the body responds to viruses. We do. And there's a lot of people much smarter than me working in this area, he said on Sunday evening. Uh, Dr. Ray then followed that comment with another. Now, all of a sudden, myocarditis is an unknown possibility? He said, I alluded to it in a paper I published in 2009 about sudden cardiac death among athletes. It happens after most infections. We watch for warning signs all the time. Screening now is very good. There is nothing new here. And then he offered a follow-up and said, sorry, I got a text from a cardiologist friend of mine suggesting that I reword that. Myocarditis may be caused by most viral infections, but it is extremely rare. I mean, what are, what are we doing here? Like, we're, we're talking about things that, that other people are smart enough to know about, and yet we're trying to make decisions on things that, that we don't know anything about. We have to make this thing scarier presidents. than it already is. That's what drives me nuts, and, and that's, that's the we're media. Doing. We're just trying to make it more... S- we get it. We're taking it serious. We're not flipping about this thing at all. We wear our masks. We want other people to wear the damn mask. And, and, we, and we're staying away from each other, and we're trying to do things the right way. Yeah, there's but a reason that we're do doing things this. things the right way and yeah. not live in a closet. Yeah, uh, Matt Miller jumps in. Flu can also cause myocarditis. Yeah, absolutely. Well, any, the, I mean, the, the, any the virus says any viral infection can do it. So it's not just the flu. Uh, Matt Miller said, I think he will probably be the head of the new College Football Association. Uh, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He's a director of sports science. He ain't, he ain't that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we're, we're making decisions with not having any real understanding of exactly what the hell is going on because people are reading sports illustrated and they're reading Yahoo sports and they're reading ESPN and CBS and what, like they're not actually doing the research and I understand that they have got their medical advisors and all that. I get that. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. There we go. Matt Miller. Uh, he said, yeah, Trevor Lawrence would be the head of the, the College Football Players Association. 
the issue is that he'll be in the NFL by the time that thing gets rolling. So we'll have a different leader every time. But he has done a really, really fantastic job with this. Trevor Lawrence has. Uh, it's this whole thing has had me so fired up, so fired up. Uh, and I, we're not going to talk about anything else today. Like this has just been a whirlwind of a weekend. Obviously, there was a lot of great stuff that happened in sports over the weekend, and college football ended up trumping everything. I mean, it, it just became the biggest topic. Uh, we, I mean, we've had our biggest number of viewers today in several months. So we do appreciate everybody that dove in here and, uh, and listened to us. Um, Matt's, <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. Matt Miller said it will end November 5th. I'm, I'm not a hoaxer. I don't buy that. I think it is possible that people are using no, this think, for political I think the virus gain. Is real. Okay? Yes. I, I genuinely believe the virus is real. Yeah. Okay. But I also believe that people can use it for political gain, even maybe if it's I real. got got. But yeah, yeah. I I think both can be right. I think, and now people manipulate it. Yes. And people make it something that benefits them. And here's the thing: like I I almost want to give some of the media guys a pass. They're doing a job. Their mandate is bring clicks, bring viewership to the website, to your yeah. news, whatever it is, to your magazine, and they're doing it. They're doing a really good job at it. It, it, the, our problem has to be with the system. Our problem has to be with why things of that nature bring us there. Why does outrage the only thing that makes us click? And every, we've talked about this over and over again. I get so frustrated because I like the good stories. I like the positive stories. But I seem to be the minority because when, I mean, Clay Travis talks about, he'll literally show you the numbers. They do a positive story about some kid with cancer getting to do this great, sweet thing, and it gets eh, that much. And then they do something about some football player's hot mom, and it, like, blows up their servers. It's just like, what the hell, man? Uh, The reason we get trash is because people are watching trash, and, and you're free to watch whatever the hell you want. But it just makes it really hard for anybody who wants to live in the middle. Yes, no, you are exactly right. Uh, by the way, Paula Levine tweeted out, heart issue linked to COVID-19 fuels Power 5 concern. Medical sources say at least five Big Ten athletes and other athletes in the Power 5 have been found to have post-COVID heart issues. And so that's what we just talked about, of course, with Matt Ray, with all the uh, myocarditis, et cetera. Um, and that's not, we're not flipping about that. Yeah, we're, this, we're not this is saying not something to take lightly. Yeah, we're not questioning the severity. Be safe. We think they are safer in the football world than not in the football world. Yes. That's the end. If heart disease is affected, if your heart is affected by COVID now, not just your lungs, then it's even more important to stay away from it. And so if you're going to go back out into the world or you can be in this, bubble of a world which football always is on on school campuses especially during football season that, that's just naturally a safer place yes it 100 percent is absolutely is uh matt miller said no i think the virus is real but it's been manipulated uh and then finally breaking news mountain west cancels fall football season because of covid player healthy and safety concerns sources tell stadium the league will consider playing in the spring Mountain West and the MAC are the first two FBS leagues opting not to play, bringing the total to 26 FBS programs. So that includes Boise State and Fresno State and Colorado State, et cetera. Colorado State was already having problems, and we hadn't even gotten to dive into that. We we might can hit on that tomorrow, but, I mean, good gracious. I want but, some answers before I kill my boy. Oh, I, we, I ain't trying to kill him. I was I was. Now, if I, no, hang on now. If we get the answers, he needs to be killed. But, yeah, if, if, if that stuff ends up being real, but, the, I mean, 
the stuff coming out from the actual players that are in there, I mean, they, there's not a single player that's actually stood up and said anything bad. Who are they investigating? Anyway, let's get out of here. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Presidents, do your job. Yes, do, do a job. job. Do any job. Just do a job. Like it, it, For the love of God, liability includes the general student population, not just the football players. You, you wear a suit, and you, and you got your hand out, and you ask for money. Yeah. And then you make sure the grades are good. You make sure your academia world it's listen, that's not a world that I'm good at. Okay. It's not a world I'm in. I have a diploma. I cheated my ass off to get it, but I made a commitment to my mom that I would get one and I didn't know how to get one without cheating. So I did, but it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not an academic. All right. I'm never going to learn anything from a book. All right. It's just not, this is not who I am. I'm a productive member of society. I'm a good taxpayer. So there, Yep. I made something of myself. There you go. Uh, do a job. Michael do Fritz, a real job. Michael Fritz closes us out. He said, thanks for giving us a place to vent, fellas. I think we all care about safety, but I think it's been said before, sports are far more than what goes on just between the lines. Um, Matt Miller said, take Boise Fresno and put them in the Super Conference. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, but, yeah. I'd take what, Boise. Come on. Yeah, 100%. What Michael said, though. I'd take Fresno. What, what Michael, go ahead. I wouldn't let anybody not come. I wouldn't yeah. say, no, you're not good enough. You don't belong. Well, I mean, the, the biggest thing is it's you, you got to be able to have the the funding. You got to have, you know, yeah. oh, you, you got to be able to pay bills. Yeah, you got to be able to but pay But I think bills. there's going to be enough money to be made where even even the little guys could come in and make some money and be fine. Uh, Damien said, if I didn't care for mental health, I wouldn't be saying uh, about the athletes not risking their lives by having sports. Instead, I would want sports to happen to see the athletes waste their lives to get injured. I don't I don't think that fully made sense, but I get what he's saying. I got I know. Uh, no, he I said, think, in a I think game Damien has mean a good heart. Damien, Damien wants the right things. Yeah. We just see the world differently, and that's okay. Yeah, it's that's all 100% right. right. 100% right. Yeah. No, it, it, Damien said it's, uh, it's a game that doesn't mean a damn thing, uh, and yeah. I would venture to say it actually means a whole lot more to these players than you think it does. Uh, and well, it's so not it just doesn't mean anything to you and me. It ruins my Saturday, okay? That's that's the gist of it. Not last right? year. I'm driving crazy. <laughs> but but like I have mental health issues because of this year. Okay, whatever. I got whatever. I got I got issues all down. It's all right. These players going home is not safe for them. Yep. Going home is not oh hang on. It's not safer than school. Well, how about this? It it's not even safer just going back into the general population. It is safer to be in that football building, to be going to those practices, to have some kind of incentive for something to work towards. That is yep. what is safer for them. Purpose in life that you can be be safe with. So that's the issue. So I actually do care about the players, and, it, yes. and I get something out of that caring. That's good. But even if I didn't, I, I, it's still the right thing. Yes, it's hundred percent the right thing. Like we are going to have high school football in all of these SEC states, and and there's a possibility we're not going to have college. Football. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Does doesn't make any sense at all. All right, uh, we're going to go ahead and close out of this. You guys have been fantastic. Uh, we, we got to vent for about an hour today. We appreciate all of you tuning in. You have been fantastic. If you like the show, share it out. Tell your buddies about it. Come on back with us. We'll be back here again tomorrow. We're doing the same damn thing. Go over to sbrpicks.com. That's where all of our college football coverage for the season will be. So long as we have a college football season. We do have several videos up there right now talking about coaches against the spread, et cetera, et cetera, different uh, circumstances. But go check it out, sbrpicks.com. That is sportsbookreview.com. And our website, winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms. Make sure you are subscribed everywhere you can be subscribed. Leave a nice five-star review on the podcast. And like I said, share the show out. You guys have been fantastic. In the meantime, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow.
Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.